Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon and Neragon Reread Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. I'm Charlie. I'm Sean. Uh, today I'm on summary. Um, we've got three chapters here. Wounds of the Present, His Enemy's Face, and Arrow to the Heart. So, starting off with uh, Wounds of the Present, um, which is a follow-on from last uh, episode's last chapter, Wounds of the Past. So... These two were probably meant to be read at the same time, but, and you know... several weeks apart. That's okay. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to these one at a time, maybe they're on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but for us, um... And to be fair, we read them one week <coughs> apart, it's just been some time. <laughs> yeah, it's just been some time. We start with Rowan um, waking up to a, a nice, calm morning in Carver Hall. Relatively calm, uh, that is. The townspeople are wrangling children from all over the town, uh, the village, in order to bring them up to the spine, where they're going to be safe from the Razak and the enemy soldiers. There's a few things going on. First important one is Sloane seeing Katrina uh, ready to leave, and he walks over and confronts her about going to the spine, which he has strictly forbidden her from visiting. Roran rushes in to try save the day and try protect Katrina from Sloane for his own reasons. He says some stupid things such as uh, Katrina and I are betrothed um, to the shock and amazement of everyone surrounding them in the village. Sloane is obviously uh, not happy about this development uh, as Roran's gone behind his back and proposed to Katrina and I'm sure we'll talk about that a bit more <laughs> later in the episode. Katrina is forced to choose um, between standing by Roran or um, going back to Sloane and she breaks uh, her father's heart by moving towards Roran. Sloane goes to uh, attack Roran and Roran shoves him over and Sloane scurries away. He immediately regrets his decision. <laughs> He's consoled by some of the other townsfolk such as Loring who walks over and says it's a good time you did this now. Uh, because everyone's way too busy to be thinking about it. So, skip ahead a little bit. The villagers are climbing the spine with the supplies, and they make camp um, to leave the women and children, and then the young and the elderly all camped out in the spine. Roran makes some, some comment about how he's not too sure if the young boys and the elderly men are going to be strong enough to fend off um, the soldiers in case of an attack. But then he notices all the proud mothers of Carver Hall who are ready um, to lay down their lives for their children. Uh, he also notices uh, little Noel Favreau and uh, says to this young boy, we are the only ones who have killed in this village. <laughs> You will be powerful enough to, s to protect the children, or something like that. So, they leave the villagers behind and return back to uh, the main village of Carver Hall. Next chapter, with his enemy's face. Roran kind of uh, wanders about trying to clear his mind of the mistakes that he's made uh, in regards to Katrina and Sloane, uh, and he slinks back into town and wants to go back to Horse and Elaine's house and sees Katrina sitting in the dining room table having a chat with Elaine. They're having a nice little catch-up and as Katrina leaves, Elaine makes a massive speech to remind Roran of all the mistakes that he's made, uh, which is wonderful. It's lovely. Um, she's 
going on about it for about a page and a half about how Roran's really not thought this through at all and he better be nice to that girl. <laughs> Elaine then asks Roran if he does intend to commit his everything uh, to Katrina. He says yes and Elaine approves. She then asks why he hadn't discussed um, the betrothal with Sloane actually and to be fair, it's been uh, a rough time, but it has been six days or something of downtime, so there probably was a little moment in there. She, he could have said something. She tells him to apologize as soon as possible in order to calm down the bad blood and avoid uh, a feud or whatever. And he broods about it. <laughs> and he goes to bed, Katrina joins him, and they go to sleep. But that's not the end of the chapter. <laughs> They're ambushed in the night by the Razak and soldiers. Roran goes um, absolutely apeshit and kills some kills some dudes in there. And the Razak capture Katrina and drag her away. Roran is injured in the fight, being bitten in the shoulder uh, by the Razak. And as the soldiers leave the village, they assemble um, the townsfolk assemble a group of men to go pursue them and try rescue Katrina quickly. They see Bird, the sentry, has been um, stabbed in the back, which is how the soldiers got in, into the village. They track them out into the nearby bushes, and they quietly approach. They see that the Razak and the soldiers are having um, some sort of argument uh, about how the soldiers are tired of being treated badly and being beaten and killed by um, hillbillies from this random village. The Razak uh, laugh at them, summon some huge beasts that cover the entire night sky, and fly away. Just before they fly away, though, they wrap up Katrina to take her away, and we also see Sloane walking over, and it appears that he was the one that had betrayed the village in order to um, possibly save Katrina. But the Razak aren't holding up their end of the bargain, and they knock him out and take him away too. Then, as the Razak leave, the villagers of Carverhall um, begin to step forward to attack the soldiers, and Roran passes out in pain. <laughs> Finally, uh, we've got Arrow to the Heart. Um, so we're back to Aragorn. Aragorn's, Yay! Aragorn's lovely day. He's just hanging out on the river, and if Arya was weird, um, the other elves here are fucking weird weird bizarre yeah. people most of this chapter is just kind of history lessons mm -hmm. um we learn some more about the fall about how Galbatorix overthrew um Urban and that was also the site of the death of Evandar the Evander the elf king at the time we find out um some more deep lore about how humans arrived to uh, the continent about 800 years ago and also um one time 3000 years ago which is where bronze myths come from forget brom forgot brom <laughs> would never forget brom would maybe forget brom <laughs> aragon mentions that maybe we could go um try find the humans from the southern continent to help us in their um fight against galvatorix and oryx says no he, uh, pretty politely uh, but firmly. We find out that the writers were formed to uh, regulate the government as somewhat like an outside ruling entity uh, that can be used to um, maintain peace between, I don't know, everyone. Uh, we find out that elves are actually immortal, like fully immortal, and uh, the big bombshell for Aragorn 
Arya is 100 years old. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, he's he's like, what, 16, 17? It's, it's a big number. It's pretty big. That's like ancient. <laughs> well, it, it hey, I'm just 25, is. but 100 is pretty old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the elves go, yay, Sephira! <laughs> They're distracted from their history lesson. Um, Aragorn goes to ask one more question uh, and asks, why is Arya so sad? And Lefeyan says to him, we cannot tell you, but it's very sad. <laughs> we zip away to um, Aragorn in the evening, hearing a commotion in the forest. He walks over and finds um, a suffering uh, Girafalcon uh, with a broken wing thrashing in a clearing. It's in pain and screaming and screeching. Arya walks over, um, shoots it and kills it immediately. Aragorn asks why, and Arya says, I saved it from hours of suffering. Auric walks over and makes a joke to Aragorn, uh, which I will read out now. Never ask an elf for help. They might decide that you're better off dead, eh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, good job. Never a truer word spoken, Auric. Yeah. <laughs> I have that underlined in the book. Love you, Auric. <laughs> All right. Who's Where do we start? Where do we start? Poor Katrina. Yeah, Poor Katrina. Katrina. Oh, man. It sucks for her badly. So bad. Um, I don't know. I think that one thing I do, do want to say before we really get into it is that these, even though it's not connected to by us to the past chapter hmm, this yeah. wounds of the present wounds of the past and his enemy's face are like were clearly written like they've, they've been written really well together like yeah, the opening yeah. bit to wounds it's one of the continuous present. sequence yeah and opening bit to wounds of the present is like this this like half a page of how like vibrant the, the <clears> town's <throat> looking and everyone's running everywhere and there's kids and blah blah in the streets yeah. and then you have this horrible chapter where like he has this huge blowout with Sloane and it's just like awful and then the opening of his enemy's face Carver Hall's like completely empty and like yeah. all this kind of stuff and it's just like a good tonal contrast I really liked it but yeah let's get fucking let's get into yeah. it boys. Things, things go wrong for Carver Hall really um, quickly in again. the first page of Wounds of the Present, mm-hmm. they have this line that if I hadn't already literally read the chapters, I would think was insanely obvious foreshadowing of will there be enough men to protect the village? <laughs> and it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it, do- just, it does not matter. No, it doesn't actually. It doesn't matter. It's not even that there just are enough men. Nothing even happens that need- needs Yeah, them. the enemy leaves. <laughs> It's like while we take everyone up the falls, will there still be enough men left in the village? And you're like, oh no, he's gonna come back, and they'll all have been slaughtered. It's gonna be horrific. No, no, no nothing they, happens. They just come back and it's okay. <laughs> no, nothing has happened. He goes for a walk and he comes home, <laughs> which which is a relief. Yeah, it's I don't a think relief. He needed more like, to him. It stuck out so hard and then meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it ties into the like the group at the top of the falls not having men to protect them but it's like that's a little tenuous yeah it's i guess it's just like it's laying down the anxiety of the situation but we already know that quite strongly we we've we've read this when we've been here and things are very bad and it's also just ruin being like wait you mean like us guys are going to help them go up the the falls and set up camp it was like like, what were you planning to have happen (laughs) what are you going to do otherwise 
is. Planning to go back to bed. <laughs> These women have like five children each. You think they can set up the entire camp? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, I uh, I think the first note I have here is that uh, this is not a tactful way to announce your un- unapproved engagement in front uh, of the whole town. Uh, my first note is food mentioned. Oh yeah, yes. soft cheese on some bread. <laughs> yeah, fuck yes. Um, I, one of my other notes is how disorganized this whole um, wrangling situation is. Yeah, Rowan's yeah. such a leader in this chapter. He's yeah. like, oh, no one's no one's sorting this out. I'll go in. We don't have enough water skins. Oh, come on, guys. Now we've got so many. Now we've got too many water skins. <laughs> Sixteen to mini and it so took them hours <laughs> hours and hours yeah they've i guess it's 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 pretty short notice to get like all your shit together for a prolonged camping trip yeah but i feel like you could have at least wait we've been over this not many people can read and write you can't really put down a list of all the things you need yeah <sighs> what a horrible world well, we don't know. we're, actually, we don't we're still not really sure in this town yeah. we don't know we just know that Aragorn couldn't and Aragorn that might have been because Garo wasn't teaching them can't, but Garo could and he was just a regular guy in this town yeah and he never left so he probably learned it here right and he just wasn't teaching the boys how to read I know we've been over it but what was up with what's his <laughs> what, what was his fucking deal hates his two know. boys so <laughs> yeah man uh, this <laughs> Garo was so fucking whack I hadn't thought about him in a wee while <laughs> Like, I was thinking about how dry he was. (laughs) I wonder if Roran was, like, as deeply changed by Garrow's... He um, doesn't really seem to think about his father being murdered very often at all. No. I think... Well, he seems to have kind of... He cared a lot about it, and then he was like, these guys are desecrating human bodies, and that's worse. (laughs) And that's his big thing now. Mm. But, yeah, he doesn't... Uh, he's been worrying about a lot of stuff otherwise right now. Yeah, he's very, very worried about the situation. But, like, these are the guys who murdered his dad. And I That's think he's true. thought about Garrow in, like, this the last, like, five chapters. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Which is interesting. Because, like, I get I get Aragorn kind of from... Uh, like, Aragorn kind well, of... because he was, like, right there. Yeah. Well, well, like, he doesn't think about him that often, but he had the whole problem situation also. Garrow's not his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is... Garrow is Garrow is Roran's dad. dad. I forget that sometimes. Yeah. It's just but yeah, it is like Roran's entire life got like well flipped, literally turned, exploded. flipped turned up upside down <laughs> by that. Like his whole apprenticeship fell through because he had to come back. He doesn't have a farm a farm to his like to raise a family with anymore. Yeah, he's got- he doesn't have any possessions yeah. or money. Because they all blew up. Because <laughs> they all blew up. Um yeah, I, I mean, like yeah, yeah, like his whole life got changed by this, and he doesn't think about it that frequently. Mm. Yeah, I guess that the, there are more pressing matters at hand, but I think it could have been put in a little bit, a little bit. It could more. have been like a fun little contrast here um, with Sloane being a bad father. Yeah. Uh-huh. Should we have a chat it, about yeah, Sloane? Like, yeah, let's talk about There's Sloane. all the par- parallels with that having Katrina both be in a similar situation. It was like, okay, but Roran's in this situation because his dad got exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina's just in this situation because her dad sucks. <laughs> He's Sloan's, one of the worst guys ever. Sloane comes in here, like, absolutely feral. He's already pissed off. He sees her hanging out and there's a big vein throbbing in his forehead. Yeah. yeah, well, he was already... He's pissed off that anyone's going up to the top of the falls mm-hmm. at all. And then sees her with her pack on. <laughs> and that's uh, clearly a sign that she is going up there yeah. to the falls. Because, frankly, bro, 
first of all, it's none of his business if anyone else is going up there. Yeah. Well, That's... he lost an argument. <laughs> and so he'll be killing the whole village about it promptly, thank you. Well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he, dude just sucks so bad. I love, I love it. I love how just outright villainous he is. He has no redeeming qualities. He's a sneaky, weird, bad dude. And uh, he's great. He's a really good antagonist for Roran, I think. Well, he finally starts doing his, like, actually heinous stuff uh, in these couple <laughs> chapters. Yeah. The... So, Roran, um, yeah. Sloan grabs Katrina and tries to drag her away, and Roran, like, gets in here, like, that's my wife! <laughs> like, he shouldn't have said that. He could have just been like, hey, stop that. She's, like, yeah. an adult by our standards, and <laughs> you don't, you don't hey, need to be Hey, be normal. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sloan. Everybody hey. coming around to Sloan's house, like, hey, please be normal. Hey, Sloan. Please stop it. But he will never do so. And he cries all the time, man. <laughs> he's like, when she, when he announces that he's engaged to Katrina, he starts tearing up. When Katrina doesn't choose him, he's openly weeping in the town square <laughs> and running back to his shop. Like, it's just, and then I just love it. I think he's, he's so like, he's this vicious little creep and he's also a huge coward and a sook and he's just like I'm so good he's, he's a good villain guy. they hate, hate to see men show emotion sorry sorry <laughs> yeah sorry I'm a misogynist I've just seen a line here that I'm not sure I read before um, <laughs> when Roran declares that he and Katrina are married um, for the first time the, that day the villagers fell completely silent even the donkeys were quiet <laughs> Their dream works facing over there. They're like in Madagascar, like having the craziest conversations in Donkey. (laughs) I love you. Your shit is so shocking that even the farm animals are like, bro, (laughs) you should not have done this. Do the donkeys know about blood feuds? Um, I don't. Donkeys are very stubborn, but I don't think they're aggressive. <laughs> that's, that's horses. Okay. Horses no, I think they're other. declaring them, but they also rec- recognize that it's not really worth the time to do- deal with. <laughs> they just silently are fuming yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. There's just an intricate web of blood feuds between every donkey in the, in the like tri-state area, <laughs> but they're not acting on it. <laughs> and they're feuding with everyone else with also, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's just what donkey society is like. Um, we can agree that Sloan's a total madman, right? The way he's yeah. behaving Sloan's is completely insane. crazy. Sloan's yeah, something's quite um, incorrect with him. I would rather have a maggot-riddled pig for a Sloan. <laughs> What's his problem with Roran also? Like... I get that he's beefing with Aragorn because Aragorn goes into the spine, but he has like no backgrounds for having a, a huge problem with Roran, which he has even before he knows he's dating his daughter. I don't know. He I has, don't know. No, I think he has a beef with Aragorn's mum being like a whore or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, because she came into the town and she came back. She came back, popped out of baby son. and left. <laughs> Wait, are we... Do we, Sloan has misogynistic tendencies? No. You can't say this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in his behaviour or way he speaks or treats people would suggest that. <laughs> I think that's part... I think that is at some... Like, obliquely mentioned Yeah, I think point. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, the yeah. Fir- in the first book that he had a, has a problem with Aragorn's mum as well. But again, that is just like... Maybe also... Perhaps she was Roran's a bitch before aunt. she left. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, there's also that. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised knowing what I know about her. Yeah, maybe Celine sucked. We don't know. Um, I hate that they- he hates the whole family. Yeah. And Gareth's weird, so he's probably right to hate them. Yeah. Gareth's not, like, helping at all. Come on, he had one normal, nice son. Oh, well, maybe a normal wife as well. We don't really know about her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sloane bites his lip so mean. hard that a bead of ruby blood That's appeared. Crazy. Oh my god. Single bead as well. A single <laughs> bead of blood. So sad. He's like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm reading this again. Sorry, we haven't. Um, we had to skip an ep- not a, a week because Nick got the hiccups and we couldn't keep recording. <laughs> so I'm reading this again for the first time in a while and he's like batshit insane in this scene. <laughs> They're like, him and Roran are like, he says it's, it's a hand's breadth away from <laughs> each other. So like, does it mean that, that? Like, which way, but it's so close either way. Yeah, I think a hand's breadth is, like, the wide the of the hand. The width of the hand. It's <laughs> very, <laughs> very close. Do you hate me? Are you angry? Are we going to kiss right Katrina, now? Katrina, would you be mad if I kissed your dad real quick? <laughs> I hate that they do the um, dog has to choose between divorcing parents thing to Katrina. No. Yeah. It's so fucked up. And she loses her inheritance over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loses her, everything from her mother. That's yeah. Which I don't think he should be allowed to do. No. By law. No. We don't know about Carvajal law. <laughs> it seems to be all a bit wishy-washy. Yeah, we know about if you have a major grievance, there's like a committee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just everyone. So maybe the committee could be like, come on, man. Okay. I don't know. If Rora if takes us to the council. things so bad. Mm. Elaine brings it up later in her huge lecture to Oh Rora my god, and... her shovel talk. It's great. <laughs> shovel talk? Yeah? No, I've no I haven't before. heard that term. Like, when you're like, you better be nice, you better treat my daughter right. Oh, oh. <laughs> shotgun conversation. <laughs> but it's also shuffle talk, like I'm going to hide the body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. I like That's that. Good. That's really good, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't believe he, uh, well, I can believe he attacks him, um, but... Just like, but, like just in the street in front of everyone, yeah, in, front of, yeah. in front of all the babies in the town. Yeah, yeah. every there, every baby in the world is there, <laughs> and the fucking donkeys. No. You're gonna teach them violence. The only reason their blood feeds haven't gone through is because they don't know how to kill. <laughs> and then he just like gets knocked on his ass, gets up, and, and then leaves. runs away crying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and he calls her a snake. It's so evil. I hate him so much. Mm. Get him off Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they beat my fucking ass. <laughs> Killing him in the quirk. That girl's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else is there? Oh, this is... Is this... They just go up, up to the falls. They go up, they go up the mountain. And Rowan's like, man, all these kids are really slow. <laughs> it's like, they are children. Yeah, they are, children. Yeah, they are half your size. Um, he, he also... He ha- has a... Can you, can you guys remember what his wound is from? It's a, uh, one of those soldiers stabbed him in the calf when oh, he was so fighting along. Okay, so he's, when he's like, oh, it hurts a little bit, he's being, like, insane. He's being very brave. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's climbing stabbed. up a mountain. With a with a leg injury, <laughs> shit no. He talks about it as if like he, I don't know. Oh, it says calf, so you can't like twist it, but like he's got a cramp or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> he is very very nonchalant he's very about the nonchalant stab wound. About it. And I was just like, I don't remember like what caused this at all. I think it was a while ago. It was a, it was a little while ago. 
Um, he also, I love his realization that women could hold weapons yeah, <laughs> as well. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, sorry, it was very um, Infinity War. We Woman, a symbol. Wait a minute. Women. Every woman in the franchise is symbol all the weapons. Oh my god. This is the OG, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But Infinity War stole from Eldest. Yeah. And yeah. also North Avril. I know you can kill. This is fucked. He should never have done killed that. before. He should not have put this on a 13-year-old. Fuck he also no. he thinks he can hold my place while we are apart about North Avril protecting. Katrina, which is just like a strange way to put weird, it. Weird yeah, thing strange to say. way to put it. And then North Avril's like, okay, um, because he's got like five little brothers, yeah. and he's like, yeah, okay, your family can come first, I guess. So <laughs> Katrina like, can stay with come him. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> Oh, so insane decisions from Rory here. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's under a lot of duress. I think he's lost a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, he's grievously wounded. Oh, it's only going to get worse. Uh, oh, yeah, let's get into his... Do we have anything else for this one? No, they just, they just go. Face? Yeah. yeah, they literally just go. He um, goes back down the mountain. Come back. He's like, I'm going to come in the back door so that I don't have to talk to anybody and walks directly into a heart-to-heart over hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine and Katrina talking here is very cute. I like them. I don't think it happens. I like Elaine. I like Elaine a lot. I love how she's just like, I've already got two grown sons who gives a shit if this baby dies. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of hardcore. <laughs> it's pretty like, metal. it's insane. And also just like, I think you should care. I think you should care a little bit. <laughs> like, it's not good for you either. Yeah. You have a, like, late-term mid miscarriage. I also like, that's your baby. That's your baby. I don't think I author knew much about pregnancy. Mm. But that's okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's probably how everyone was like, oh, babies died all the time, so surely no one cared. And then you read the, like, most heart-wrenching poetry about, mm. <laughs> about a stillbirth that you've, like, ever experienced. <laughs> like yeah, actually from just actually, really sad all the time because yeah. babies died everyone was sad for every reason and also babies were dying <laughs> not, not wasn't helping she does not give a fuck <laughs> no she's literally like I can get pregnant again it doesn't matter Elaine's like running around I don't pregnant. think she even really cares about that she's like I have two grown <laughs> sons that's the bonus <laughs> it's it's almost absolutely an accident so. <laughs> yeah she forgot her um her poltus would have you seen that tiktok of, um, it's this woman doing like um protagonists and like in like ya fantasy talking about contraceptives <laughs> it's like no don't worry i've already circled the moon tree thrice this month <laughs> and it's just like a back and forth over and over again like that <laughs> do you think me a fool i've been to see the three witches <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Gertrude cooked us something up. <laughs> Gertrude's got some herbs. I mean, that is basically how they did it. They, yeah. just, they just took the herbs that make you miscarry, basically, like, all mm. the time. <laughs> but yeah, this, this chat with Elaine is not funny, but, like, uh, it scares him yeah, badly. Yeah, it, put, it puts good. him in his place. Yeah, It, put, it really, like, emphasizes do you un- fully understand <laughs> the situation you are in as an adult because this is how you have to navigate the world forever. Yeah, yeah and then he and then he steps back and goes, oh, I didn't fully understand the situation I'm in. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I will go to bed with my girlfriend. <laughs> like, do they fuck here? 
I don't think so. No. He, sorry, he goes to bed alone and she comes she to She joins him. <laughs> she slips on in. Yeah. I don't think they fuck. I think that it's too fraught right now. Yeah. I was about to get a bit more fraught. <laughs> <laughs> I think these are guys who want it to be tender. Mm. It's not... Yeah. It's right. not the time. It's not, not the time. <laughs> not, the, not the vibe. <laughs> Katrina yeah. getting caught here is um This is mean. I this, this is, is mean. Like this it's whole evil. scene is like I don't know, kind of scary to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like they blow up the side of Horst's house to get to him. Yeah, yeah. they break down the wall. <laughs> Which is like I think he's upstairs. I thought he, he was is, upstairs. I think he is upstairs. I have no idea how they get in there. Um probably a grenade, right? Well, they, there's a hole blasted through the door, but that's like, they got oh. in the house first, right? Oh. Well, I guess maybe they just came in through the front door. And then, but everyone else is like still in their rooms and then joins after uh, they're up. Yeah, how'd they get intel? I mean, this is nitpicking, but like, yeah, I mean... the intel to know what room he's in, that kind of thing. <laughs> and also they were there's definitely no going for Katrina. But she was in Roran's room. No, yeah. I think they... Well, actually, I have no idea I who they were going, going for. It seems the they were, going were probably for going for him. Mm. And just got her as, like, you know, Bogo by one, get one on. <laughs> but they go in and, like, you're the one we want, as if it's a surprise to them. Maybe that's just the way that I'm reading it. Mm. Yeah, this, yeah, it's all very frantic. He also kills three he people kills three in, people like, here. a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah. He really does go apeshit. D&D action sword. Yeah, for yeah. real. With his hammer. And I think he's Nike. <laughs> uh, Katrina's biting and clawing. Yeah, what she is. Girl? She's scratching and clawing. Yeah, the, her sharp nails furrowed their faces, drawing streams of blood that blinded the cursing. Holy soldier. shit. She's ripping people's yeah. eyes out. Oh my god. Go, girl. And then after that happens, then Horst and the other boys um, wake up. Mm. Elaine's, Elaine's there as well. Hmm. Mm. Um... Okay, well, we kind of are just recapping this chapter. Wait a minute. I wanted to talk about how there's a lot of info with Elaine's conversation. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Like, on how gender roles work in Carver Hall, which, like, it's nothing new, obviously, but, like, you get a lot of, like, dowry stuff, which is interesting, because, like, that's, I don't know, that isn't, it's not universally done. Yeah. Like, mm. culturally, um, which, yeah, obviously it's just drawing from, like, like, like medieval classical mm-hmm. stuff, but... Um, yeah, you get, like, a lot of, I don't know, like, a lot of talk of, of, of she's supposed to, like, have stuff to set the household up, which is what a dowry is originally, and all that kind mm. of stuff, and, like, yeah, I just, I think it, I, it's all pretty rote, like, late, early medieval gender role stuff, but it is yeah. interesting but to see cool it, to have like, it, yeah. yeah, solidified, and, like... And for it to be a thing that the book cares about, yeah, yeah. briefly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, like, usually that's not especially women's side of things just isn't really brought up in a fantasy thing like this yeah especially like the practical items stuff like that it's like she doesn't have items for the house yeah like she has no linens she has like no like she's got no linen no lace no, no crafting stuff yeah like, no crafting table no. no what's she gonna do <laughs> so rather than the marriage just being like ooh, fun ceremony it's like you are having to think about how you're going to live well yeah because they're they are like especially in and like societies like this it's a it's a financial contract yeah like, yeah that kind of thing um and and at this point obviously there's all these extenuating circumstances 
But this couple is destitute right yeah, now. Like, yeah, absolutely yeah. destitute. He only has like, somewhere to live because Horst is letting him yeah. live. He has yeah. a plot of land, but that's it. Yeah. Like, everybody has a plot of land. It's not like they don't have a housing And it's crisis. really far away. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, like, no animals, no tools. Like, he doesn't even have, like, a shovel. He's fucked. Mm. He's got a hammer. It's on loan. It's, yeah, it's a lender. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I think if if it were not for the village being attacked situation, yeah. the best thing that he could do would be go, to go to Therensford, take the apprenticeship, and see if Katrina could get, like, a shop job or something. Yeah. Which, like, I don't even know if women are allowed jobs in this. We know that woman works in the tavern. Oh, that's true. She's a bar wench. I mean, woman. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, so I guess they're they're in a bad Uh, spot. Yeah, I guess there's space if they weren't in the situation. Yeah, but they are, unfortunately, in the situation. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, if if all of this weren't happening right now, realistically, in a month or two, he would have gone back to Therensford. Mm-hmm. And picked up at the mill again, and at least been able to earn some money to start rebuilding the farm. But they probably wouldn't but, have gotten married. Yeah, they probably would have held off a bit. Yeah, and he probably would have asked Sloan. Oh, I don't know. He'd, he'd still have to at some point, but that would definitely delay it. Well, yeah, that was his plan. He was like, oh, I really don't want to delay it anymore, but I have to because I don't have anything to show to him, to mm-hmm. like offer him. Yeah. Mm. He wanted to come back from the apprenticeship and then propose at some point he told us about all the insane stuff that Horst gave Elaine's father before they were oh like three cows and like like some plows and a bunch of like yeah like it was insane yeah he Elaine was before they were officially courting yeah (laughs) I think Elaine might have been the town hottie to be fair yeah she may have been a baddie yeah I found it um Horst Horst asked uh, alongside um 12 sheep a so Eight pairs of wrought iron candlesticks. Jesus mm. Christ, bro. <laughs> Twelve sheep is a flock of sheep. Yeah. yeah. Before he even knew if my parents would agree. Wow. And uh, all Roran did was push Sloan over. All Roran did was beat him up in front the of the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Roran, you really fucked he it. He fucked it badly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's get back into the scary yeah, shit. I don't, I don't have too much... <laughs> Uh, like in-depth stuff about the attack except the descriptions are great yeah i really like the description and it's paced well yeah Yeah. i think a massive kudos massive kudos to christopher because he writes action well yeah and that is cool you can tell you can tell what's happening the whole time you know like it's quite clear like in your mind's eye it doesn't drag at various points mm-hmm. at any point. It's not just play by play. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, like I've read a lot of books that are really, really good, and then you get to the action, and it's like, oh my god, you don't know how to write this. And then you just kind of like skip a page, yeah, like, oh, I like, guess they fight. Like soft eyes kind of going mm. over it, like, okay, I, yeah. There's, There's a, a spot in the middle thing. here where Roran like, gets um, to finally look at the Razak for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. so good. It's so cool. They're, they're like I love the design of these guys I like their mounts a lot as well they're oh, awesome yeah, yeah but like um, they're like bird bug is such a good combo because mm-hmm. like it's so it's the, the two things that are so far away from mammal that like yeah you're not recognizing it as a person yeah and so like having it be just these like yeah. fucked up like eagle beetles <laughs> is really great do you want to read the description yeah um a hideous tortured face screamed at him the skin was shiny black like a beetle carapace the head was bald each lidless eye of 
was the size of his fist and gleamed like an orb of polished hematite. No iris or pupil existed. In place of a nose, mouth, and chin, a thick beak hooked to a sharp point that clacked over a barbed purple tongue. Like, these oh, guys oh. are yucky. <laughs> I do love, I love the barbed purple tongue. Yeah. That's like, yeah. oh, you're yuck. <laughs> like, they were like, what's the least human thing I can make? They are, they're so creepy. And, like, the fact that he gets beak injured is really good as well. Yeah. yeah. That's, that is what I have, is that Chris loves injuring his protagonists, <laughs> like, so much. Um, did you want to talk about your medical research? Oh, yeah. I did, I did medical injury. research, i.e. I asked our almost doctor flatmate for his opinion. Uh, he didn't seem to quite grasp what the injury was, so I just kind of got a general description of what the healing process might be, <laughs> um, depending on which muscle group it is that gets snipped. Um, he also has a broken wrist on the same arm, but mm-hmm. the, I think people are familiar with broken wrists. Um, but where does it actually um, say? Roran's torn yeah. shoulder. Roran held as he felt um, the Razak's beak closed on his right shoulder, snipping through the front of the muscle. That's it. And his wrist also snaps at the same time. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And the Razak's like. And this is while they're like. <laughs> this is while he's got like three limbs braced on the window. Yeah. Um, trying not to get dragged out of the building. He has a. Is he holding on to Katrina at this point? No, no she's already, already, gone. already gone. Yeah. He can see her on the ground while it's happening. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, basically the way I interpreted it, that is that it would probably be going through the trapezius. Yeah, I thought like this section. Um, mm. Michael talked a bit about, he was thinking lower in the shoulder, but without having read the rest of the Yeah, because if, yeah. if it's a beak, it's going to kind of get you where, like, Pretty your high. neck and shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it should all be, like, reasonably the same. So he was mm-hmm. talking as if it was, like, a, a severing part of the peg, but the healing process should be similar. Yeah. Um, basically, he's pretty fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm holding that muscle and moving, and I feel like... Seems pretty fucked. There's a lot of, like, ooh, your range of <laughs> yeah. motion is destroyed. So it's like, he needs to immobilize that arm mm-hmm. pretty <laughs> pretty quickly. Also, going to hunt down the guys who did this is probably not the best option. Yeah, Maybe not. a bad idea. Um, no, so he needs his arm immobilized for quite a long time. It's soft tissue, so it'll take longer than the rest to heal. Mm-hmm which he's going to want to be back into doing everything the second he can, so that's probably not going to get the full time. All they've got is Gertrude and the herbs. Oh <laughs> I don't know. Does she know how to stitch? Surely. She oh, sti- we, we've seen her stitching a pillowcase yeah. in her chair, so this she can a, stitch it up. A legitimate question, because, like, I... I when were stitches invented? Not when were stitches invented, but I feel like fairly... Like, around the time sewing pretty early. was invented, probably, right? But when you do, like, a... Like, a somebody's been, like, cut badly or mm. is shot or whatever, and it's deep... Mm. Do you have to, like, get in there and, like, sew the base muscle together, or do you just kind of do the top, like, layer? Um... I feel like uh, there are too many nerve endings and deep muscles. Yeah, I feel like it would uh, hurt so it'd, extremely it'd badly. Bad. Yeah, I feel like at this point, with the technology they have, they don't have dissolvable stitches, so they wouldn't Couldn't be able do to do that. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you do do that now, mm. but I think that they have glue <laughs> nowadays. Oh, yeah. Mm. They have surgical glues. Um which might be involved. I'm not really sure. Because, like, I know when you get, like, a like a serious gunshot or something, like, for a while you pack the wound, but I don't know how it heals after that. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's just something that I've been thinking about 
like vis a vis this, but none of us have any medical experience. Yeah, unfortunately. So. Yeah, don't really know. Half of the house who don't have medical knowledge. So sad. Um, no, I'm pretty sure a gunshot, you pack it to stop it bleeding and then you leave it, like cover oh, the outside and it, the wound is like open. the inside would just have to heal just, through naturally. I'm pretty sure it yeah. just You don't I really stitch it. anything together. Hmm. God. Oh. So I would assume probably. I would assume that you would surface stitch and then be hoping that the immobilization would allow the rest of the muscle to stitch back together itself. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take, guys, but I think getting injured sucks bad. bad. (laughs) Yeah. I want to monitor his recovery. (laughs) (laughs) I want to... um, I <laughs> get Michael to print us some patient um, a patient note like fill out form and <laughs> we can be monitoring we'll his, do his recovery. <laughs> I mean he's hey, we've got like twenty more chapters with him. We could <laughs> see how he's going. He yeah, he shouldn't have gone after the fact that anybody lets him go is crazy. Yeah. He's like extremely injured. Yeah. His whole arm is covered in blood. Yeah, they like kind of pack some rags onto him and then let him keep going. Yeah, like, his wrist like, is snapped. He's like gushing blood. Yeah, there's a lot. Like he a must. Lot of... It's definitely missed all his arteries because otherwise he would have just died. Yeah. Um. But like, which is why I think it's like here. I'm I'm halfway between my neck and my shoulder for the listener <coughs> here rather than like at the base. Maybe of it's neck. dark. They can't see all yeah. the blood because it would have killed him here because mm. you would have just like gotten an artery. Right? So no, I think the arteries are more into than if it was snipping his. No, they're, they're like down here. I yeah, think. it wouldn't yeah. get his artery, no matter how high up the shoulder slash neck it was. Mm-hmm. This is really unlucky. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, he, that's not got an artery because he would have just died. He would have extremely <laughs> passed away in three or four minutes. Yeah, so they, they walk for half a mile, which is uh, <laughs> not I a short distance. I don't even remember how far that is. Like eight hundred. But meters? still, like it's pretty far, considering no, his wounds. Right. <laughs> a kilometer is. Bigger than a mile or less mm-hmm. than a mile? Nah, uh, miles 1.6k. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so 800 meters. 800 meters. That's like a k. That's, a, yeah. that's not a short walk. No. Well, it's a short walk, but it's not a short walk when you have been attacked. When yeah. you have been attacked and before you start the walk, you can't stand up straight and have to be leaning against walls. Yeah. <laughs> to walk that far is pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> and then we get to hear all the soldiers bitching about how much oh, they hate God, they the Razak. Yes. They're also they bitching about the <laughs> They're bitching about the villagers. They call them inbred, cockle-brained wood rats. <laughs> <laughs> they got some big city boys to come here. I think the shit beat out of them. Yeah, they're getting fucked up badly. Like one guy has killed eight of you, and like get a grip. There must bad. be like ten guys left. I don't know. I haven't done the there maths. There were 30 of them, and I don't know how many have been killed. I think out. there's like 13 that have been killed. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe there's like 15 guys left-ish. But still. <laughs> uh, also, the Razak are eating them. The don't Razak forget. are eating them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are eating them. I think only when they die. Well, they killed that one, but I think that it's mostly when <laughs> They kill another one They here. kill this guy here. Right? They, they just start slurping on him. <laughs> they kill the guy that's complaining. <laughs> well, he's saying we've had it while well, you're clicking and teapot whistling. Makes us sick. <laughs> so... <laughs> Don't know what he expected. And the Razak jumps across the fire and like fucking bites his head off. I don't know what you did with Sardston, but if you lay another stay another night, we'll put the steel in you and find out if you bleed like us. You can leave the girl though, she'll be <laughs> <laughs> He gets he doesn't even get bitten, he just gets picked to death. Picked to death. That's like the worst way oh, to die. So embarrassing. It's really embarrassing to get picked to death. It seems like he died pretty quickly though. 
two picks and he was to gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, rub their knobby hands Like flies. They're like flies. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love how uh, buggy they are. It's so fun. Yeah, what, what rub, rubbing their knobbly hands together as if they were washing. And they're like, yes, yes, we can yeah. go, we can stay. And they summon their mounts. Their mounts uh, fucking their mounts rock. Fucking rule. Okay, where's the description? Uh, Halfway down the page. One moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the bodies were naked and hairless like newborn mice, with leathery grey skin pulled tight across their quartered chests and bellies. In form, they re- resembled starved dogs, except their hind legs bulged with enough muscle to crush a boulder. A narrow crest extended from the back of each of their attenuated necks, opposite a long, straight, ebony beak made for sparing prey, and a cold, bulbous eye... Oh, sorry, and cold, bulbous eyes, uh, identical to the Razaks. From their shoulders and backs sprang huge wings that made the air moan under their weight. They're like big, yucky yeah. dogs. Articulated <laughs> yeah. neck mentioned number two yeah but he used it to describe the um pseudo dragons in the mountains as well because the word choice stuck out to me (laughs) oh yeah they they are a little similar to the pseudo dragons huh but just with scary beaks it seems like uh, a couple couple lines later there's a terrible alien intelligence uh, speaking of a race far older and far more powerful than humans like these guys have just been around yeah these guys just I like, love that. I love when there's just like some menacing, extremely intelligent thing that is just like in the background of every mm-hmm. yeah. like interact not interaction, but like in the background of history and it's just like, okay, so we're teeny tiny compared to these guys and we're just food. Mm-hmm. It's like it's why vampires are so fun, you know. Yeah. It's so funny that these the Razak were like, Oh, you're being mean to us. <laughs> Call up, mummy, daddy, come get us. <laughs> mummy, daddy, come get me. The soldiers are being so. Mean. And they cover the fucking sky and they bring a sulfurous m- miasma. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the miasma. <laughs> oh, they smell like wild again. How horrid. I can't believe Sloane did this. This it's is like yeah. it backfires so instantly as well. The it's big reveal like, that Sloane was a traitor. I can't even be that mad about it because it's just like instantly goes wrong for him. It's just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on, bro. He also killed Bird. Like, yeah. That's another guy you live with. Yeah, like, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. It's just, it's, he's an, he's an insane person. He's an insane yeah. person. Yeah. And also, like, I'm not going to get into details, but from what I remember, this goes about as badly for him as it can go for a human yeah. being. Oh, and worse, yeah. <laughs> and worse. <laughs> But um, this is also Katrina has been given Arya's plotline again. Oh yeah, yeah. unconscious, unconscious uh, by the kidnapped. Razak, kidnapped by the Razak, probably poisoned. The Razak only have one mo. <laughs> Kidnapping beautiful women. She didn't get kidnapped. Arya didn't get kidnapped by the Razak. Uh no. Yeah. Oh, she, she got, got taken too. Then she got caught by the Shade and then was in prison. Oh yeah, right. Nothing to do with the Razak. Sorry, actually. all evil guys are the same to me. No, yeah. they had kind of lost the Razak. They got the Razak off their tail by the time they started heading to mm. her. No, you're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just mixing the plot lines yeah, up. Yeah, I am. I just, sorry, evil yeah. guy stealing woman is the same to me. <laughs> oh. Oh, the Razak leave and say, kill everyone. Yeah. But if you kill that boy, your life's forfeit. Yeah. But also, like, you can't kill every... They, they were just complaining about how they're getting their asses beat bad. <laughs> okay, and then you ate they- one of them. <laughs> well, what they were saying was... You guys have less sense than my banner boy, and that's why we're being killed. <laughs> so now that they have different command, yeah, maybe it'll be okay. It might be all right. 
I can't believe that they just said that to their faces yeah. and thought nothing bad would happen. He does die immediately. Yeah. He gets killed instantly because of <laughs> I'm not going to call it racism because they're these things. They're like literally monsters. But this guy was like, you stop talking like you talk and stop looking like you look. Teapot whistles <laughs> like, and whatever. And, didn't ex- and you know they ate people. Yeah. You saw them eat someone. Yeah. And you didn't expect him to I go for I think they should have known what they well, did to Sarsen. Well, it was right when he was saying, whatever you did, don't you dare do that again. Presumably because he doesn't want to say you ate him. Don't eat us. You might think I will do it again. Yummy. Yum. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Okay, I'm coming around on the Razak. What if they're just funny, quirky little guys? <laughs> what are you mean coming around on them? You've loved them the Razak whole time. <laughs> I support women's rights and Razak's wrongs. That's about all. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, mixed up the only women in the franchise. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, women. I want that cap badly. <laughs> I want okay. world's greatest farmer really badly. <laughs> I'm so mad it's $90. Yeah, it's fucked. We saw it in an incredible hat. A thing we were watching, and it just. It's, 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 it looks a lot like. Women Want Me Fish for Me? Yeah, it looks a lot like that, but it's Lego. World's be- world's greatest farmer. Awesome. <laughs> it's a ninety dollar baseball cap. No way. Yeah, ninety US, uh, ninety New Zealand dollars. It was. I didn't find it. Um, I found it in like a Malaysian store and had to do the conversion. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good though. It's awesome. <laughs> That's the problem. All right, let's it, now for something completely different. Yeah, let's just like switch tracks completely. I have been enjoying the like tone shift. It's quite so good. A lot. Yeah, it's just he's there's still he's just on a nice walk with some cool people. He's having like a nice time, but he's got this like mental cloud as if he's like I can't enjoy this. I know that there are bad things to come. Everything will soon. Right. And it's and just like just kind of trying to break him out of it. Not all the pessimism. And yeah, he's he's so miserable. And it's like you have a crush on a girl. <laughs> this has happened to everyone. That's the f- yeah. And he's a 16-year-old No, boy. actually, you're right. This is the worst this thing ever. This has never happened to anyone before ever. It's the worst <laughs> in the world. I think Chad's name, Arrow to the Heart here, uh, also being about... Um, the bird? Um, the bird and also um, Aragorn finding out that Arya is 100 years old. Yeah. What do you think? She's clearly a grown woman. <laughs> she, like, doesn't act like she's anywhere near his age. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe he thought he'd have a shot if she was, like, 30. <laughs> He knows that she's been at the that point feels, of Arden for like 70 years or something. He's stupid. That feels somehow worse to me than like... Because <laughs> her being 100 is just far-fetched and stupid. But her being 30 and him being like, I'm 17. It's like, oh, Verge okay. of being a man. I'm on the cusp of manhood. Hi. You want this? No, my king. She absolutely does not <laughs> There's so much lore in this as well. There Le- is. Leafin won't shut the fuck up. I like how the elves are just like, uh, they'll just be silent for hours and look at the outside world, and Orc will be like trying to talk to them, and they'll go like, no. 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 I'm looking at Leafin. <laughs> they're like bears. It's they're just sitting there like, tell me, Aragorn. What do your people sing of these days? <laughs> like nothing. Fuck it, I don't know. I, um, Brom told me some stories. <laughs> I grew up with Garrow. I don't know what music is. <laughs> I do wish they had gramophones. I know it's anachronistic. Leaf a little gramophone. bit. Leaf gramophone. <laughs> Leaf gramophone. <gasps> 
the Lily gramophone from Animal Crossing. Yes. We sing our gramophones from trees. You just go to Elf City and they got the fucking subwoofers. <laughs> That's crass. They wouldn't have a subwoofer. You don't think elves would rave? Uh, These elves wouldn't rave. They would not. Some elves would. Dicks. Some elves would rave. They just got like the DJ booth set up. <laughs> yeah, the elves at the Elf Dwarf Cookout would, but these guys are like <laughs> DJ Serene Bliss. These guys, I don't know. What drug do you think these guys would take? They oh, would peyote, one hundred percent. And they would be like, "This is the civilized drug. This lets you open your third oh, Okay, eye. yeah, they're on mushrooms. They're, <laughs> on, oh, they're, they're on mushrooms. They're on. There's no acid because they don't have chemistry labs. They're on every like natural psychedelic they can possibly get. They're not doing DMT though. No, and they think they're like talking to the ancestors or whatever, but they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> what drugs are dwarves doing? Do we think? I think they do have chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're smoking crack down there so they can mine faster. Another bucket of crystal meth, boys. Let's get it. They're mining for it. Yeah. We're all with naturally occurring drug crystals. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> You hit it with your axe too hard and it explodes and you'll get high. <laughs> you just die. <laughs> this is like the elves, like the dwarves don't have any and don't know any innate magic of their own and the dwarves are out there in the lab making LSD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dwarves are building pipe bombs. It feels <laughs> <laughs> like chemistry is kind of magic, to be fair and honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm kind of. Gutted, I like the lore. Yeah, the um, lore's really good, and I think that. I don't these, want to talk on it too much. Though. Yeah, these two elves, I think, kind of dip out after this journey, and I'm kind of gutted because they're really funny. They're funny. <laughs> the way that they're obsessed with Safira is awesome. Oh as my well. god, it's so funny. I love Eric on being like King Palancar. Is he in the valley's named after? And they're like, yes. He sucked really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he named and that valley and he Everybody sucked. hated him. Everybody, he, he sucked so bad that they trapped him in the valley. <laughs> he sucked so bad that all his advisors uh, told him not to start a war, so he killed all his advisors and started a war with the dwarves and the elves, oh, I think. You nefariously advise me, come on. <laughs> they tell him this whole thing about, like, his family became a den of assassination and betrayal and depravity, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, however, his descendants never left, and the blood of kings still runs in Therisford and Carverhall. I see, said Aragon. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> it has more significance than you might think. So yeah, I, I thought um, that, like, this conversation about how the Palancar Valley is, like, blood of kings is, like, Aragon is so, like, faded, special boy, like, I'm from King, the King Valley, I've got, like, royal blood, all this kind of stuff, and he's named after the first rider, like, <laughs> and he's just the specialist little guy in the world ever, I love it. It's, and also, the... The revelation that um, humans have only been in Allegation for 800 years. <laughs> yeah. That's like no time at all. Especially it's to so an elf. There's <laughs> probably some of them alive who are like, yeah, I remember when those, those well, guys yeah, showed up. I remember when the first guys yeah, showed up. Yeah, I don't think that they have... They're like functionally immortal. They have not had full population overturn in, in 800 years. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I th- elves st- like don't die unless they're killed, right? Basically, yeah, it's just been established. Are they yeah. immune to disease? Oh, um, they didn't say. They got they got magic about it. Yeah, yeah actually, they probably yeah. are fine. 
They're druids. They got it. Have Aragorn <laughs> just been like, like, oh, so this is the the king, the queen that was like reigning when that stuff happened with Pankar, and the next one was this guy. And now it's his mate is our current queen. And he's just, like, about to say that's impossible. And he's like, no. I'll look very stupid if I say it's impossible. Because they just said they're immortal. But. <laughs> really quickly. Did he die? Really quickly. Uh-huh. Well, no, he says, he's about to say that's impossible. And then he says, he says, that's. Are elves immortal? <laughs> once we were like you bright fleeting and as ephemeral as the morning dew now our lives stretch endlessly through the dusty years i we are immortal although we are still vulnerable to injuries of the flesh (laughs) and then he asked how you became immortal how the the elf elf refused refused to to elaborate (laughs) (laughs) it's just like no more dialogue as well it's just like he tried really hard but this guy was not saying oh Aragorn tries to change the subject by asking how old is Arya and they're like what the fuck why would you ask ask about her her? (laughs) that's that's good they're like bro get away from her he literally they're like uh, no 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 no, 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 don't do it don't do it (laughs) not for her sake for yours why is she so sad like don't ask us about that (laughs) I'm so obsessed with the elves to be honest I I want to say every line they've ever said (laughs) Even Sephira's out here like, Aragorn, I know you're full of love. Stay away from Arya. Don't do it. This exchange, I, I'll get to that in this exchange in a, in a wee second. I did just want to say that it, like almost every line of elf, like, elf dialogue is like three or four lines. Yeah. They so are talking. Good. It's great. I'm just so obsessed with like, so it's, how old is Arya? It's like, what's your interest? I don't know. She saved our lives. I feel ashamed for asking such a question. Among our kind, it is rude to pry into one's affairs. Only, I must say, and I believe that Oric agrees with me, that you would do well to guard your heart, Argetlam. <laughs> now is not the time to lose it, nor would it be well placed in this instance. He's being he asked how old she is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, are you reading his mind right now? <laughs> uh, and maybe he's just, like, very obviously has a crush on her. Yeah, I like, mean, it, it must be weird. <laughs> it's just like, how old is Arya? What's your interest? Do him fall in love with her? <laughs> Stop. Get a job. Get away from her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bad girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she She's not emotionally available. <laughs> yeah, like, I... And then Arya just sees... I I think, yeah, from an outside perspective, I think he is probably behaving like a complete crazy person around her and is like, I mean, he's like blushing and walking away. He's like a 16-year-old around a woman and everyone's like, oh my god, you are so 16 around a woman. (laughs) I love it. I love how obvious he is. He gets a little bit of like... um, a mental pick me up from Safira and then says, I understand, but I would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I. That's one of my major notes for this one is like this little, even this little conversation between them. So sweet. Like they love each other so much. He's like, mm. he's really embarrassed. He's had a conversation that hasn't worked out the way he wanted it. Like he's talking to people who are way older than them and he kind of feels out of his depth and he's yeah. just like, like talking to her and then it's like when will you be back so lean on her it's real and she's like she's like okay yeah i'm back i'm coming back now which is good it's sweet it's really nice i i they care each other (laughs) aria is quite young only a (laughs) hundred born a year before the destruction of the riders they say (laughs) 
and Aragorn does some maths and figures out a hundred. I'm not sure he's right about saying that she could have great grandchildren older than him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe like theoretically, but I'm not sure that's realistic. Yeah, it'd be like pretty, pretty on the mark. Like eighteen, and then the kids, kids and then had the kids, eighteen. Yeah, did, did, yeah but it's time. like they're kind of extreme. It's, a lot. it's like they're not breeding like humans, bro. No. <laughs> they're not doing that. I don't think they're breeding. They're not breeding at all. Um, oh, my last note is on um, uh, Brom had said that they we arrived three centuries after the writers were formed, which was thousands of years ago, and like they get that explanation mm-hmm. of how they showed up, had a look around, and His left twenty guys yeah, landed there, which is like very Viking, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I liked because I think those guys got to North America and were like. Oh yeah, and then we <laughs> and then nobody showed back up. Oh, it's here. Oh, I guess. I think they also were, um, let's say, asked to leave by the people who were already there. I think they <laughs> had some 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 pretty bad fights. Um, but just Brom is addicted to lying and overselling. Even mm-hmm. in death, he's telling lies. Oh, love yeah. it. Well, humans did arrive there at that time. <laughs> just <laughs> just very temporarily. He's just kind of like leaving out some key details, yeah. Yeah. as is his want. <laughs> right. I like that. I guess that Aragorn will have a. I guess because there are two countries on this continent, but Aragorn being like, there might be other countries out there, and it's like yeah. the only land you know. <laughs> like, Serta exists, I guess, but like. <laughs> the fact that he's like, oh, there's other, there'll be other countries out there. It's very like the leap of <laughs> yeah. thought. There. It's gonna be huge. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he's, he's expanding his mind. He's a young person. I'm, there's more things over I'm the horizon. I'm proud of that. Yeah, having a concept of a country at all when yeah, yeah. Like the, the world is Allegatia com- and then Serta. <laughs> yeah, like Crom. That's the yeah. There is technically two countries here, but it's just the fact that he's like extrapolates. There could be more. <laughs> And there'd be countries in the way I am understanding countries right now Mm. is actually quite a big leap if you think of it from the perspective of someone in the situation and not a modern modern reader of this historical novel. (laughs) Um, A real world reader. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I would, like, the fact that he's thinking about his countries and not kingdoms as well is pretty interesting. Um, Because both of the countries here are kingdoms, mm -hmm. and so are the elf and dwarf. Well, I think... Technically, Allegatius an empire, like very technically, but well, but it's still ruled under a king. Yeah, I think it's called an empire, but they're not colonizing anything. No, they also use emperor and king kind of interchangeably. He's the god king talks. emperor. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, they call it an empire, but I don't think that it meets the actual definition. Yeah, like they can't of even. The people who live near them are. Sarda, and they haven't gotten to Sarda, and Dwarven Garden, and they literally, the they, they, they're like, where, where did everybody go? <laughs> what, they literally all? can't get into Dwarven Garden. They get to the edge of it, and it's like, nah, no. on, bro. <laughs> Which, awesome spell to have on your country. Good job, guys. <laughs> and they go down south, and they turn the over rocks, like, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Turning over stones, is there a dwarf in there? Knocking on a rock, like, is, is this a dwarf? Oh. Hello? <laughs> Well, they, I guess they kind of, last book, they did find the dwarves. Yeah, they followed someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's finding. That's tracking, baby. Um, By accident. They didn't know he was going to the dwarves. <laughs> oh, no, because they, they, they found knew that, like, he was going to the Varden. Yeah, but they found that collapsed dwarf city. Oh, yeah, they, they did. Got in. <laughs> Which is like, they found a hole in the ground. And they're like, well, surely dwarves will be here. And they were right. This looks like a dwarvish tunnel. 
Um, apart from Arya's, she did the right thing here, uh, frankly. Mm-hmm. But her little moment. Wait, we, I just want to describe the. Uh, oh yeah. When, um, when Sephira comes back, it's like yes. the the image where you're huddled up in a corner, surrounded by the scribbles. Like, oh no, can't think of anything. Oh yay, yay Sephira! So <laughs> yeah, he's like so miserable, <laughs> black cloud. And she gets back, and he's like, oh hi. <laughs> I just lo- I love how effusive they are. <laughs> oh my he's god, beaming and crying. <laughs> Isn't she glorious? See how her scales catch the light. No treasure in the world could match this sight. <laughs> Bro, you saw her two hours ago. Why are you crying? <laughs> we talked about this before, but it's like these guys were around when other dragons were around yeah. as well. And it's also just like. A, like a few meters away on the other boat, Nari is saying the exact same shit. <laughs> <laughs> they had dick riding like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how fucking fed up with these guys' auricas. Yeah. It's like bloody unbearable, that's what it is. <laughs> I love Nari. Love you, Nari. He's muttering into his beard as well. Like he's hunched up on that he's boat. He's gumpy. Like, <laughs> he's not meant for the water. No, yeah, he's, he's uh, above ground and on a river. He's mm-hmm. as miserable as yeah. he can be. <laughs> I hope when he gets to the Alpha City, they give him a little a cave basement, or something. Yeah. No, they put him a in a tree. Seller. No! Uh, they're going to put him in a spire. No! <laughs> I can't believe Aragorn asks why is Arya so sad. <laughs> it's like, that's just an insane thing to ask. <laughs> hey, I noticed that you guys are really happy and I'm, assu- I'm extrapolating and assuming that that's an innate racial trait. <laughs> why is Arya sad? <laughs> well, to be fair to him, different? he's met three other and he's here five elves. Five elves. The other two, two left behind. Oh, that's right. I think those guys were pretty cheerful as well. They yeah, were. It was all four of the, them. Were like, the oh, I, yeah, I think this is like his, like the party guys who like have the really easy job where they just hang out in the spot no one ever goes to. Yeah, I think yeah. He just came across like a, a pack of dudes chilling and was like, surely all, all elves, all are, elves like this. are like this. Because um, Arya's been like in a regular tough life situation, and she's also been working for the freedom fighters mm, for like eighty years, who are yeah. uh, not winning. Yeah, she's like this because she's at war, bro. Yeah. <laughs> she's like this because two months ago she was under enemy control, being tortured. <laughs> she was being poisoned to death and tortured. And maybe a month before that, she had two good friends who were both killed. Yeah. She's had a pretty bad year. By meteors. (laughs) Getting killed by meteors is so embarrassing. (laughs) So yeah, Lefayette says, well, she's suffered a lot. Um, They're they're her sorrows. Yeah, I don't know why he thought this question was a good idea when, like... 30 minutes ago to him he was like how old is she and they were like why would you even ask they were so that's really personal it's really personal information I don't even give it to you that's really it's not appropriate to ask that it's like if a basic fact about a person is too much to ask why they are so unhappy is probably a little bit past that in terms of rudeness it's good. I'm so excited for his like full culture shock. Yeah, I'm gonna so throw up and kill himself when so he's in the other kingdom. <laughs> he's gonna flop like crazy. 
Yeah, it's, it's gonna be very good. Um, Arya does right. the right thing to kill this bird. Yeah, she's weird about she it. She's weird, weird about, about it. it. She's very weird about it. Arya's funny about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shut people hard. This is like the only thing. She like, doesn't show up in the rest of the chapter. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, she's in the other boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very funny, just showing up at the end to kill something and leave. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, she, I mean, cool, cool bird murder. Um, end of. Auric is a genius. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad he's stuck around. And I'm terrified that they're going to send him home, but I don't think they will. He's so good. Uh, he sticks around a bit. God, I'm he's sure. so awesome. They should All teach right. him spells. He's so awesome. <laughs> Give him some oh, magic. Daddy. Dwarf magic. Poggers. <laughs> oh, pretty good. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. When we put out the transcripts, everyone's going to freak out. <laughs> All right, so we don't have anything else? Yeah. What do we got next? What do we have next? Is oh, it you? Shmi. Shmi. Making a Shmi? Making a Shmi. Oh, wow. Um, so I think we're stuck with Aragorn for a while. Not be making a Shmi on cast. Um, <laughs> be the worst podcast we've got. The Dagshelger Invocation, the Pinewood City and Queen Island Zadi. Oh my god, that means he gets... Um, and I'm pretty sure those are all Aragorn. Uh, yeah, they I sound so. like... The if second two definitely are, and Dalshagir does not sound like something that Roran will come across. No. <laughs> no. So yeah, Aragorn chapters. Aragorn chapters. Aragorn episode. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've had a like not split one. Like Roran's stuck on a cliffhanger for a little while. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's, well, so we've got Wounds of the Past, Wounds of the Present, and then coming up in the next, like, block, plus the plus one that you're going to do is yeah. Out of the Past, which might be something, but... No, I just yeah, checked that was also the... Aragorn. Yeah, pull up the spreadsheet. I'll pull up the spreadsheet real quick. Oh, conviction, um, is... Oh, back to Roran. Okay. That's a big chunk with, with no Roran. I really like the Roran chapters. Yeah, I'm... I... I'm really enjoying them, but to be fair, we haven't got to the bit that sucks yet. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so we've got all Aragorn next episode, and then um, a one-two split, okay. the one after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yippee! Exciting. And then the episode after that will be, um, ree! Roaring Aragorn, Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Ears for Aragon. Um, you can find us. Dragon. I'm going to fucking kill myself. Ears for Dragon. I'm, I'm going to throw them. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. Get out of my room. Get out. Get out. Get out. I don't want to be here anymore. Cut it. Cut it. Cut the shit. I'll put the intro in later. The outro. It's all over. It's all over. Oh, it's like 9 p.m. I don't want to do it. Oh, it's this. like half 10. Holy fuck. Let's get out of here. Good night, fellas. Good night. You know the drill. Good night, listeners. <laughs>